All right, guys, it's about that time. Chris Brooks here. You're listening to the Rebels 247 podcast on the 247 Sports Network. Of course, this is with Inside the Rebels. Hope you're having a good morning wherever you are. Thanks for checking out the podcast today here on what is today? Today's Thursday, right? I think today's Thursday. God, I might have to check and make sure. Days start running together this time of year. A lot of baseball going on, at, at least for me. I know everybody else, it seems like you're slowing down. I get to May, and there doesn't seem like there's a whole lot of slowdown. Things start picking up. We have uh, we have softball and baseball going on here on a high school level. Um, and, of course, I'm in the, the Reservoir Brandon area. I live out here at Castlewood. So we're right at the end of the baseball season and the softball season. And I'm making plans to get out and cover those games here locally and to and to do all of that. So I mean at this time of year, yeah, I get I get busy. Um had a chance last night to 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 check out a local high school game, saw Jackson Evers play junior at MRA as far as Ole Miss is related. Uh we'll be showing up in a couple of years. But no, but I'm busy. Hope you're having a good day wherever you guys are here on a what is the national day today? It's weird stuff today. Limerick Day, Nutty Fudge Day, no Odometer Day. None of that. There'll be uh, there'll be no celebrating any of those things. So we'll just skip right over that. We did have a big baseball game last night. We have to knock out that the the Rebels in Hattiesburg against Southern Mississippi last night. They get a big win. We'll we'll knock that out here in just a minute. We'll look at what we have the rest of the week. I mean, the weekend is right around the corner with this being Thursday. Big baseball series coming up. A softball win yesterday over Georgia. If you're just looking at what's going on in Ole Miss athletics, they beat Georgia 9-5 to yesterday, and, uh, and they get ready to move on, I think, to the quarterfinals of the SEC tournament. Against Arkansas, don't hold me to that. I'll have to pull that up just to make sure. I'm pretty sure they play, um, it's tonight, play Arkansas. And I'm pretty, I know it's Arkansas. Pretty sure it's the quarterfinals. So that was a big win yesterday over Georgia for the softball team to move on. And then as you look ahead to the weekend, it's really going to be all baseball. At LSU on the road in what's going to be a crucial series as far as the postseason is concerned. I, I want to hold that just for a second, though. This is a big recruiting week with Dante Dowdell. There's not going to be a ton of commitments over the summer. At least I don't think. I think you'll get to the end of summer. So what we're here, May 5th, uh, May 15th, May the 12th, you're talking the rest of May. So half of that June, July, I think as you near the end of the summer, and this is just me guessing with so much of the recruiting calendar is it's different. And uh, look, I appreciate you guys being patient with David and myself. There's a lot different in recruiting. Look, just since I've come on, I've been doing this now for six months. And look, the recruiting landscape has been turned upside down. It's very different. And if we go a little before that, look, think of this. Think of recruiting two years ago and what that looked like compared to now. We didn't have the transfer portal going on. You didn't have NIL stuff going on. And then when Kiffin showed up, yeah, there was a more national search in terms of players. But even with him, I mean, it wasn't the quote-unquote Mississippi-made stuff. 
but you were signing 10 to 15 kids in Mississippi. And then you're going out to find, you know, roughly another 10 to 15 out of state guys, you know, half and half. And now you break it down to what has become half and half in terms of half high school kids and half transfer portal. It's just different. And even for me covering it, it's very different because we'll probably only take what five Mississippi high school kids this year. My best guess today would be, I want to go a little bit higher than that, but I'm not sure they'll be able to get there unless they offer somebody like, you know, I brought up Zachary Tillman did a story on him yesterday. His dad's Josiah Darby. And of course, those of you my age or a little older, I mean, you remember Jozon when he played basketball at Ole Miss. I had a chance to talk to him recently. Look, I wish we had him back. We could use some shooting. Could definitely use some shooting. So it's not shocking to see where his son gets a lot of his athleticism. It's from his old man. Uh, was a heck of a basketball player back in the day. And his kid's real raw. I'm at Florence High School here in Mississippi. But he's, he's 6'2", roughly 220. I mean, he can really run well enough to where if you put on the tape, I mean, he's split out wide at wide receiver and he's beating people deep. I mean, he is a big athlete who can run. I can see him as a big safety. You can see him as a linebacker one day, or one of these hybrid guys that you move all around to safety, the linebacker, maybe rush a quarterback every once in a while, but he's raw. So in terms of the recruiting rankings and, and coaches, what they're looking for, he's not a definite offer right now. Um, but I do think he's under consideration. So we'll see what happens there. Maybe they they circle back on somebody like that. I know right now, and I mentioned last week, there's there's six guys in Mississippi that absolutely they would love to have as part of this class. And those guys are, well, one's already in the boat with Sunterine Perkins. And then you've got um, Aiden Williams, who I still believe Aiden Williams will end up going to Ole Miss. I mean, George is all over him, but I think in the end, I think he'll stay. I think Dante Dowdell will end up staying in state. But look, look, I, I I can't remember who I was talking to on the board the other day that didn't like the Archie Manning comments. Look, if you guys ever get from me something that I've said matter of factly as just a declarative statement involving recruiting, just know that I misspoke. Um, I've watched this long enough. And not just watched it. I mean, yeah, if you've if you've done this long enough, you've seen people look really foolish on predictions. But that's kind of what we're paid to do, to make predictions. But I can't tell you guys something is a lock when I know there's no such thing. I mean, there's just no such thing as a lock. And especially these days, who knows what will happen? Somebody comes in at the last minute with a huge NIL offer to a kid. You just don't, you don't know. So I hope you guys give me some grace with that when we're making some of these predictions. Uh, but the the Arch Manning podcast we did, no, I do not expect he'll sign with Ole Miss. I'm not telling you that as a statement of fact that he absolutely will not sign with Ole Miss. If you asked me today, that's where I would be. Doesn't mean it's not possible. Uh, considering the family's legacy and the history, I mean, he could wake up, look, his childhood, growing up watching and following Ole Miss as a fan. He could wake up, and uh, and I know he's not from here. He's been in, in Louisiana. and. And I'm not even sure what he's 100% a fan of growing up. Some of you've heard rumors out there, which a lot of this is rumor, because he, him and his family say very little in terms of the recruiting stuff. But, I mean, it could change. He could wake up one day and have a talk with his granddad. 
and some feelings be stirred there. And I know now I can't go. I, I can't go to these other places. I need to go to Ole Miss. Who knows? But I'm just giving you guys my honest opinion. If it was today, no, I don't expect he'll, he'll be at Ole Miss. Uh, but those predictions that we make, sometimes it's wrong. I think Aiden Williams will be in the class. I, I think Dowdell on Friday. But we'll see. I haven't talked to him or, po- or spoken to people around him this week. Uh, but just just kind of the general feeling I was getting into last week, I think that'll happen. And look, now you're talking about Perkins and Aiden Williams and Dante Dowdell, three of the top five kids in Mississippi. Isaac Smith is still sitting there. I'm not sure where Isaac's going to go. I know there's a lot of connections to Ole Miss, but I don't know. Uh, Jamarius Brown from Moss Point, uh, they love him, but I'm not sure where he's going. And then the other one that's a little bit lower ranked in terms of recruiting rankings, but really doesn't matter because they love him, is John Slaughter. He's ranked 15th on the rankings in Mississippi, but he's an easy take for them. Like a no doubt that's, that's a guy we want. And he has connections too. So let's say those six, can they knock out all of them? I don't think so. If they pulled in four, I mean, you're talking an awesome job. And then maybe they add a couple more. So maybe six guys, you know, something like that. Five, six, seven guys from Mississippi. Then maybe another eight, nine, 10 out of state. And then, you know, the other half of the class being from the transfer portal. That's my best guess right now. Uh, but we'll see what happens with Dowdell at the end of the week. Now, to the baseball last night, that's a huge win. I, look, y'all let me joke some on here, okay? Just know I don't take any of this stuff seriously. Fandom, I don't take seriously. Now, coverage, yeah, I, I take that serious. I have to be honest with you guys and tell you what I think. But in terms of uh, my relationship with sports or Ole Miss or being a fan of anything, it is not life or death. So I approach it like that. I can laugh at it. I don't like being hurtful to people that are involved. I don't like torching coaches just to have a hot take. I'm just, I'm not that person. I think it's foolish for one. So Mike has uh, been there now 20 plus years and who knows what'll happen. You know, if the year doesn't go great from here on out, I, I would expect there'll be a change there. I think it would be as amicable as possible. Look, that might be on both ends. Would you be shocked if he was also tired of some of this? I wouldn't be shocked at that. Um, in that scenario, the perfect thing would be that they bring in somebody and Mike would would help them bring in somebody, maybe like a Dan McDonald. If he's dealing with things at Louisville, bring him in. Mike still be part of the program here, working on the campus. He did build this. People have to be fair here. I mean, he on some level, he is being judged by the standard that he created. I mean, that's true. It doesn't make the standard any less, though. That works both ways. It is what it is now. The investment is what it is now, and the standard there, it, it is what it is, and that should be the case. So let's say if it didn't go well, I think there'd be a change. But I've seen some of you joking on the board about, yeah, of course. Yeah, now you pick up a big win. Of course, now you get an SEC sweep, get to the end, and you're just going to do just enough. And, uh, and look, I mean, that's a valid point. Uh, that's a valid point. It seems like it always happens. But let's be honest, even those of you and fans get tired of coaches and coaches get tired of fans, even those of you that may be ready for change. If something clicked here coming down the stretch and they went on a great run that somehow ended up in Omaha, would you really be upset? No, no, there's no way you would be upset. You might think it right now, 
but you would enjoy that greatly. Yes, you would not be upset. And is it out of the realm of possibility? I don't know. I, the, the crazy thing is, even though they're pitching better right now, I don't think it's dependent on the pitching. Their lineup has to hit like they should have hit all year. It just hasn't clicked. You know, baseball's weird sometimes. But that lineup, I still think, I know it is. That lineup's legit. You know, this happens in Major League Baseball. You know, players that are really good players have a year they just don't hit. But they're swinging it better right now. They seem like they're getting healthy. It would not be shocking if that lineup, as you get to the end of the season as they are, it caught fire, got hot, and got in the SEC tournament and did something. And then at that point, you're feeling pretty good going into a regional. doesn't matter if it's on the road or not. What if you're going to Southern? depending on if they even host it or whatever, you know, the rest of their year looks like. Wherever you got sent, you'd feel good. Players should feel good. So we'll see what happens there. But that's a big win last night against Southern Miss. It's a great win for the RPI, for one. It boosts that in an area where they very much need some help. Um, They need the number to be better in order to secure a spot in the postseason. They got a great start on the mound last night from McDaniel. Uh, They needed that in the worst way, and and Drew McDaniel delivered. I I thought he threw great last night. You win four to one, so obviously, yes, there's some pitching there. They swung it at the right time. They were opportunistic. And look, Southern has arms. Uh, What Scott Berry's done there is it's remarkable considering Southern doesn't have SEC money. But he has built a perennial top 25 type of baseball program there. So you know you're going to run into some good arms when you face them. So that's a big win for Ole Miss. Helps the number for the postseason. Uh, You just feel better. Now that's four in a row. You roll into Baton Rouge feeling good about yourself. They need two. You, You have to go down there and figure out a way to get a couple. Let's say they get a couple there, a couple A&M. Now you're talking 14 and 16, and in this league, finishing somewhere around middle of the pack, it's not good considering you spent time at number one early this year, but those teams that finish in that spot in this league are usually very good baseball teams capable of doing something in the postseason. You know what I mean? So we'll see what happens there. But, yeah, I was happy about that. All right, now look, that's Thursday for you. I'll be back in the morning. We'll preview some of the the LSU series in a little bit more detail. Uh, Maybe preview the the Dante Dowdell thing. I'll make a few calls today and at least see if I'm hearing the same thing with him. Of course, Jalen Robinson is out there, the UCF wide receiver. I have heard that Tennessee is, I mean, they're hardcore pressing here. They'll be hard to beat for him, but we'll see what happens there. But I'll do a little bit of work on that end and see if I can get a little more information. But the more pressing part is uh, the Dante Dowdell deal and see if I can get an idea if, it, if things seem to be the same there. All right, guys, always enjoy doing this. Y'all be safe out there on the roads. Enjoy the rest of your Thursday. This is the Rebels 247 podcast on the 247 Sports Network inside the Rebels. I'm Chris Brooks. You guys have a great day. We'll talk to you later.